Mm-hmm. I don't do any intros. Like I don't be like, hey, welcome. You know? ah, I just like do an intro. In this episode of Madhouse, we speak to Winston Mukasa, a missionary passionate about helping young people find their purpose and helping them become leaders to serve their community. Yeah, so let's just get into it. So Winston, just tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a missionary, yeah. a singer, songwriter, yeah. and happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> happy-go-lucky. That's nice. And what what I... I do on a daily. Yeah. I hang out with young people uh from Namongo Slam. Ah, okay. And uh the idea behind this yeah. is um that <coughs> sorry. It's okay. No breakfast. <laughs> Gabs so, mean host. No, no, no. It's not about Gabs. Gabs is good. Yeah. He gives you time, you come through. Yeah. So you have to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just so anyway, we yeah. we hang out with young people and our desire why we uh participate with them is yeah. that we we get to develop the next gen leaders. Okay. So it's a special group, twenty two in number. Yeah. And we do a couple of things with them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm curious what are these cool things these next gen leaders are doing. So ideally the yeah. first one needs to be education. Yeah. So we were supporting them. Yeah. We will still continue. Yeah. As long as they finish their you know, uh high school, A level, yeah, and university. Yeah. Okay. That's the season we, we desire to be with them. Mm, okay. And hopefully they they will find their wings mm, okay. and fly. Yeah. So education is one. Um, we've noticed yeah. that the majority of them, like everyone else, yeah. they are talented. Yeah. So talent development is another piece okay. that we are interested in. Okay. And since I have that musical creative side, yeah. I I'm I'm keen to identify talent, nurture mm. talent, mm. develop and then possibly provide platforms for those talents to be displayed. Mm-hmm. Um, then another piece that's very important, yeah. we believe that everyone is a natural-born leader, yeah. and so we we try to awaken yeah. that, that that they already have. You know, you're just mm-hmm. tapping on the potential yeah. they have. Yeah. So leadership is also one. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one is vocational skills. We've invited some friends of mine who've taught uh, the girls and some young gentlemen how to bake. Some guys have come through and and taught uh, cooking skills. Uh, Photography nowadays is happening because of uh, um, your fraternity of friends, actually. My fraternity of friends. Yes. Which fraternity of friends are these ones? Those cool guys who hang with cameras and stuff. Mm, they've come through. Okay. And uh, they've hanged out with a couple of uh, uh, students who desire photography. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cinematology. You cinematography. Call it a, yes. That yeah. word. Yes. So, yeah. Those are the four pieces yeah. um, that are main. Then the other piece, which is big. Yeah. That. It's this is who we are. Yeah. 
uh, discipling okay. uh, so that they become transformational leaders. Mm. So uh, the initiative is called Gospel Operation Africa. Okay. And our main core, making disciples, uh, developing uh, transformational communities uh, and becoming a blessing to nations. So we try to tell them that we, we have a local assignment, but we also have a global mandate. So, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, it's not very, very, like, if you hear it, you're like, it's very structured. So this very is structured. A, yeah, this is, this is the framework that we have. Yeah. That um, this is the, this is the preferred future okay. that they will receive their mm. education, mm -hmm. that they will develop as leaders, yeah. that um, their gifts, their talents will be nurtured, um, that they will be discipled so that they can disciple others and also to add value onto yeah. their community. So we try as much as possible as we hang with them. We, um, we do visits in Namuongo Slum. So most of my um, days in a week nowadays, you find me with guys in the slum. I'm trying to, I'm trying to really get to know them. My background is totally different from theirs, but I appreciate the fact that I've become who I've become because of people that have walked alongside me. And now it's time for me as a citizen of this country to give back. Yeah. yeah. So it's an exciting experience, not as easy as I had imagined and yeah. thought. Yeah. Uh, but every day with that challenge, which is an opportunity, mm. I've gotten to learn a couple of things oh, that nice. I'm really grateful cool. to. Cool. Yeah. So I'm very curious about like, Um, but like how this all started for Winston. Yeah. Baby Winston. Hey, um, baby Winston. Yeah, like was he like hey, the last born in yeah. the family? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they used to call me baby, but yeah. life caught up doubting. <laughs> now yeah. you're a man, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it all started, um, I would say, and with all respect and humility. Yeah. I believe every stage of my life. Um, the people I've met, yeah, uh, starting from my grandfather, who yeah. was a clergy in ah. the Anglican Church. Ah, yeah, I, uh, that's I one because my mom's a clergy, really. In the Anglican Church, so. so that's a primary beginning, yeah. Then to the influence of my mother, yeah. Uh, she always talked about um, being a person, you place yourself in uh, positions yeah. where you help others mm. that's one piece yeah. then um when i was a teenager friends of mine led me to to a church i'll never forget yeah my career Fugospo church yeah. and i met pastor fred wantante yeah who now just opened the bible for me ah, okay. and he leads my careful gospel church yeah so his his impact and influence really catches up later that I see that, um, you know, navigating through the pages of truth, um, whatever you have inside, if it was selfishness or you loved your things so much, you your heart gets broken down and you, you start seeing how privileged you are, that everything you have is a blessing, it's a gift, somebody 
sacrifice to give it to you. So that began to really change my mind. From him, I got to meet people like, um, I first met Thomas Obunde. Yeah. Um, he's a Kenyan who used to run Word of Life Uganda. Yeah. Toma introduced me to uh, Gerald Seruaji, okay. um, the late now. Yeah. He was leading uh, New City Bible Church. Ah, okay. Then later, <coughs> sorry, later, um, a church that I met that really, you know, just uh, all the pieces got connected was Mavuno Church, okay. and 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 I love the vision that they have, mm. um, turning ordinary people into fearless influencers of society, yeah. and. Uh, that talk about you as an African, you're yeah. part of the solution to the problems that are happening to you. Yeah. So what I get to do now is a culmination of spaces I've been, mm. the people I've met, mm. um, the impact they've had to me, yeah. and then later me finding my voice and saying that, you know what, going forward, mm -hmm. I am going to be about young people. Okay. And I'm going to be about uh, developing that leader. Yeah. Like that's the piece within me. Okay. And another piece that is dear to me, yeah. um, doors have been opened for me because yeah. of the usage of just your natural talent. Yeah. You know, you know how to sing. You've learned how to play a guitar. Yeah. You know how to write songs. Yeah. And you did that and that paved more doors. It opened doors for me. Yeah. More than stuff, probably I started in school. Ah, okay. The initial beginning yeah. looked like that. Ah, okay. That I got into spaces yeah. because probably I had the gift of music. Yeah. Okay. But while writing music, I I would be like mm. writing just music and singing. Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. But there has to be something more. Yeah. And when I started uh, uh, putting my music. Um, Connecting it with causes. Yeah. Okay. Man, my life became alive. Ah, okay. And I found purpose in that. Yeah. And that's what I want to do yeah. uh, now and going forward. Nice. Nice. Yes. Nice. I mean, we're very, I'm very fascinated with processes. Man. I'm also very fascinated with like failure. Yeah. Like me, especially I'm very excited. I'm excited about when, I'm excited when people fail and how they sort of like, Mm. navigate through the failure like and like mm. i'm all very curious about like how mm. people are dealing with it uh i'm very curious about like your journey like through music ministry and serving communities and serving young people mm. i mean like if you could share like a story like i'd be i'm just very curious about a story in there where you really like failed mm. i'm very curious about how you sort of that's a better leader and a better person and mm. in, in trying to like figure out your purpose and like do your purpose. Mm. Curious about it. Just share a story, like just for the listeners. Just I mean, just inspire awesome. someone who may be in the same space. Yeah, and maybe things have just slightly gone south, but like, mm. you know. Um, as I share about, um, now I've gotten to learn that um, the challenge you go through, and it's not you know me trying to be cliche and stuff. Yeah, I've. I've, I've I'm appreciating the fact that um, looking at the challenge yeah. as an opportunity is very exciting. Ah, okay. Yes, as opportunities, because we would rather be 
alive and living, but having an opportunity. So the challenge grants you something that you so desire that when you wake up, um, you have something to do. Uh, Okay. Oh, if there are no challenges, let's be like, now what's the point of being alive? Yeah, what's the point? I'm I'm just going to chill <laughs> or I'm tired of this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But now the the the, the challenge grants you the opportunity so you're excited. Yeah. You try and figure out. And then the change of you know, I told you I, I mentioned in passing that last born in our family. Mm-hmm. But then the, the the change of yes, everything was was being done to you yeah. until a stage. Yeah. Like I've mentioned the key people yeah. who've meant a lot yeah. in my life and spaces. Yeah. One one of the people is my late mother. Yeah. So her passing yeah. was was a defining moment for me. Ah, okay. I remember one of my leaders that I respect that I began talking about, Pastor Fred, yeah. telling me, um, son, yeah. now you've grown. When he said what he said, yeah. man, I couldn't, I couldn't get what he was saying. Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, I had lost my best friend. She yeah. was everything. Yeah. I was raised by a single mother. Okay. And, um, but now waking up and realizing I have to be responsible yeah. for this great life that I have. Yeah. With the few things that have been given, the yeah. few tools. Yeah. Uh, you've been taken to school. Yeah. Uh, you've passed those spaces yeah. and they've given you a Bible or yeah. they've showed you how to yeah. navigate around that. Yeah. Um, I remember when she passed. Yeah. So that's that's one of my big challenge uh, before now the serving route. Yeah, okay. Uh the words that she told me in there yeah. were my son, I've not given you anything. Yeah. No property, no, you know. Yeah. But there are three things that I've left you with. Yeah. Yeah. That's your God, your Bible, and your friends. Ah, nice. And for friends, I remember her telling me all the time, make new friends, but don't forget the old ones because Uh the old ones wear more salt. Later when she's gone and um, I'm finding my place, I'm finding myself in spaces, I realized that the key friends that she had, first of all, before mine, yeah. They are the ones who later would hold your hand, ah, okay. would sit you down, mm. counsel you, yeah. tell your word, yeah. because now you are in this space yeah. where you had to take responsibility okay. of your own life, mm. had to make decisions. Whatever decision that you made yeah. is what, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the challenges, life challenge, uh, losing uh, someone that you've looked up to um so many um values i live by it's because of um virtues she passed on on to me yeah uh from a serving perspective be be it in the church space um organizations ngos i've 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 kind of like served in um the big one would be what can I think of? What can I think of? Yeah, that'd be a big one. Just has to be something that is like as as significant as you said, like any one person. Yeah. Like that, but just, just like 
for the listeners I know they're very curious about mm. because I also like that because like a lot of I mean a lot of conversations are a bit like hey I've won I'm always winning and I'm like no 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 like yeah like yeah winning is like one percent of ninety eight percent of the time people are like. Mm. I've remembered like uh, stages in my life where where I had to walk away from a good opportunity. Ah, okay. To the unknown. Ah, that's interesting. That uh, happens a lot, especially. Yeah. So for the longest, I start. I I, I served in in uh, a great church. Yeah. Um. This time around, I found myself uh, serving in Nairobi. Yeah. Uh, the ministry was growing. I was yeah. learning a lot. The challenge yeah. was so exciting. Yeah. If you've lived in Nairobi, um, yeah. it's not a place for sleeping. It's <laughs> it's a place we move fast. The New York of Comp- of Africa. It, yeah, it's kind of like it. It has that momentum. It gives someone, and yeah. it wakes you up. If you're a slumber person, you wake up in Nairobi. But anyway. Life was happening as a foreigner for me. I was just thriving. I was being favored, like you would reach in spaces. People want to help you. Um, I was serving at the University of Nairobi under Mavuno downtown. Things were happening so well. And if you ask me, yes, I'm Ugandan, but I was born in Kenya. So the before then, I would I would tell you, man. For me, I'm I'm loving it here. I know this is my second home. Everything is okay. But I felt in my heart that a time had come for me to step out. And how do you step out in a so good gig? Let me just put it that way. Not not downplaying what, what we were doing, but a so exciting gig. Your life is happening. You can see progress. You're being empowered. You're being challenged. But then my spirit was unrest step out winston you need to step out all this time you've been trained yeah and now it's time to to give of yourself yeah uh to release all this training yeah. so it was really really very hard okay. so i remember i live in a life where one of my songs i wrote is safari oh, okay. going to a distant land uh, uh, a distance a distant land far away so I always dream journeys and stuff. So I live a kind of like light life whereby I'm ready for the mission. I'm ready to move for the assignment that I have. So I remember packing up my bags, my guitar. By the way, my my guitar has a name. My guitar has a name, but I won't mention that name because the person <laughs> might be tuned in. The person might be tuned in. Yeah, and it's a story of yeah, another time. Yeah. So anyway, I remember packing up my bags yeah. and saying, on the 7th of June, yeah. uh, 2019, I am leaving. So the first place I knew would be a soft landing for me, I'm Ugandan. Yeah. Come back to... Kampala City Yang. And just relax. And yeah, see family because for the longest as I've done missions and stuff, somehow I had realized that I had gotten distant from my nuclear family. Uh, And it was somehow bothering me. Mm. Uh, um, In the church space, yes, you're meeting different people. You're Mm. there for them Mm. when they lose a loved one. You're there. So it was like, this is happening. 
Yeah. I'm there for people. Yeah. But my family, I'm, uh, I, yeah. so it used to bother yeah. me. So I'm like, okay, I'll first go to Uganda, check yeah. on my eldest brother and his family, check yeah. on my auntie. Yeah. Um, then, like I had this plan. Then I go to the UK, see my brother, yeah. check on his family. Yeah. Then I go to the States. Yeah. You know, yeah. but if you ask me, do you have enough funding for yeah. all this? <laughs> Dude, I had, you know, it's a shaming to say, yeah. but I had zero. <laughs> you know, I might have had some couple of coins, yeah. but they don't amount to all these journeys. Yeah. You know, even the conversion rate, let's yeah. just talk about the conversion yeah, rate. Yeah. Um, but then I packed my bags yeah. and uh, we were doing the last fearless. Yeah. And I was set yeah. towards the weeks of 7th of June. Yeah. My sister calls me. She's in the States and say, hey, Winston, yeah. hey, what's up? Then she explains the kind of like um, um, issue they, they were having yeah. as a family and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it gave me my cue. Uh, and my okay. cue was um, this that I'm going to step out into. Yeah. I am going to term it. I'm going to serve my family. Uh-huh. Nice. It was, to me, it was a bigger thing that okay. propels me. Mm. You know, you, opportunity mm. to get up. Yeah. It was very exciting. It was as exciting as me serving university students yeah. Yeah. then. Yeah, no, okay. I was like, now this is clear. This yeah. I understand. Yeah. This, yeah. How then all of a sudden um, money's coming and instead of getting on the bus to come to Kampala, there was an air ticket and everything. So my destination happened to be um, beyond borders, you know. So I went in this space and I discovered myself. Um, I was just babysitting my nieces. I had never... I have been serving as a children's pastor yeah. several years before that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the congregants will tell you that guy, even at baptism, he yeah. will tell you to hold your child and then he prays for, for, for the child. Yeah. I would fear to hold the babies because I would think I'm inadequate, you know? Oh. Um, but then... I enter this babysitting class one-on-one with my nieces. Dude, it's an experience of a lifetime that I'll never forget. But the lessons I learned there, yeah. I became a child whisperer. You know, I would just rock my niece. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, she's gone. Yeah. My niece is crying. They say, Uncle Winston, <laughs> hold the baby. It's, it's so fearing to step out, but yeah. finally stepping out released me into a world where I did something I was never prepared for. I feel for first time parents because that time I really got it. I I stepped out in a world I was never prepared for, but that world really helped me tap into myself where I, I began to ask myself real questions. I never asked myself before. Yeah. Like, who is Winston Mukasa? Ah, okay. What does Winston Mukasa's um, contribution look like yeah. going forward? Okay. 
I began to ask myself these questions and I would write them down. Oh. Uh, I would write the responses down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that contribution look like? Mm. And I noticed in the world of serving wherever I would have been before, yeah. those were the clues ah. to my feelings now that I was doing. Oh, okay. That the one piece yeah. I know of myself yeah. has to do with next generation of leaders, ah, okay. which I had picked out in the spaces yeah, I had been before. Yeah. And what do you do with this next generation yeah. of, of, of leaders? Yeah. You develop them. So I wrote down uh, developing young people to optimize their gifts and talents with strong Christian values that yeah. will transform them to become the leaders they were created to be for generations to come. So the challenge led me to crystallize my mission statement, mm. my vision yeah. by that season. When I finished that season mm. and, you know, they, there were opportunities that presented, yeah. hey, Winston, yeah. you have all this music. We have these two avenues. Yeah. You should consider to stay. Some some of my friends are yeah. asking, me, now what are you going to do yeah. uh, back back at home? Yeah. Uh, do you have a job? I say no. Yeah. But I kept on telling them that, you know what? There is a dream I have. Yeah. In all the spaces I've been, I've always had this heart towards Africa that I believe that there is a contribution I can make. There's a participation I can get involved in. And cumulatively, this contribution is going to lead um, to impact, to transform, to change, to bring about goodness. So my challenge led me to uh, my, my vocation, like yeah. just crystallized and put a period there. Yeah. This is what we do, Winston, let's yeah. go. <laughs> And so I got my bags as usual. Yeah. There are always few. <laughs> Headed back first in Kenya. Yeah. I still thought yeah. there was a space for me in Nairobi. So yeah. I headed out. A friend of mine was going to launch a youth church. Yeah. Um, I thought I would serve alongside with him yeah. or be amongst the people that contribute with the funding and stuff. Yeah. I reached there. We had a conversation. Yeah. But in my spirit, I still felt... Yes, this we can make happen, yeah. but as um, a person who's kind of like um, not not in the inner circle, yeah. but away. But you need to go to Uganda, and I kind of I'm not trying to cliche Christianize the thing here, <laughs> but I kind of felt. <laughs> You know the still small voice, which for me I believe is the power of the Holy Spirit and God talking to us, yeah. uh, irrespective of who you are. I need to tell you another story. You re just remind me of just Chris, just to help people uh, um, that God speaks. Yeah. Um, I kind of like felt God telling me, yeah. "I will lead you. Ah, okay. I will show you." Mm. And there is a song that people can listen to called I Believe, yeah. where I just narrate that thing yeah. as he gave it to me. Yeah. So I return to UG. I go for my runs in the morning. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, by that time, I was, you know, 
being hosted by my cousin who was staying in Muyenga. So yeah. go for my runs in the mornings and stuff. Yeah. And I began to see this sign signpost, yeah. Gospel Operation Africa. Yeah. My spirit, I felt that v- still small voice telling yeah. me, Winston, you should go and check out. Probably you guys have something in common yeah. that you can partner yeah. and get to do. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. There's a friend of mine that I have, Lujang Timothy, yeah. a Sudanese traveling musician. Yeah. So I share with Lujang. Lujang is like, okay. Then one day we are having a gig at Endiro. Yeah. I tell Lujang, let me drop you. Yeah. Then I go to this place. Yeah. That day I was dressed smartly. Yeah. I had my CDs and I had my business card. Yeah. So at the get, probably the get man, if I wasn't prepared, yeah. he would have decided yeah. that, you, dude, you're not coming in. Yeah. But when, when I reached, I just gave him um, other directors of this place there. Yeah. So I gave him, I gave him my CD and my card. Yeah. You just tell them this guy, yeah. this guy has come to check yeah. on them. Yeah. So I came in there, then they shared the, they shared their dream. They yeah. shared what they get to do in Namongo slum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Then they asked me to come on a Saturday uh, to share my story with, with, with now the students I, I told you in the, um, I'm hanging out with lately. And we came with Lujang and the way we share our stories, if I'm with Lujang, we make it a musical experience where we play a song and then we tell you, um, we, we we have a theme around that, taking on your safari. But then I'm talking about these are these are places I've been. This this is what I've learned along yeah. the way. The yeah. lessons I've learned. Yeah. And while doing it, I looked at Lujang and I remember telling Lujang that you know what, dude, yeah. I was born to do this. Like young people, I light up. Um, Lujang said, "Dude, I see." Yeah. Then um, my bosses called me in 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 the one of the offices and yeah. say, "Hey, Winston, what?" Yeah. So it's like we had already made an arrangement. I'll yeah. be doing. Then I'm like, "Ah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> guys! I I still have stuff to do yeah. this year. I have some tours lined <laughs> up that I'm going to do. To to, yeah. August, I have to be in this place. Yeah. Da da da, yeah. performing. Yeah. So I had my you know, you, you make plans. Yeah. Uh, you're responsible. So you, you're supposed to make plans. Yeah. Unless you will fail. Yeah. So I had this, these plans that I'm fronting at them. And yeah. they were saying, okay. Um, then we, we came up to a conclusion that, yeah. you know what? I can do part-time yeah. as we look for the Ugandan who will stay here. Uh, because for me, I don't see myself here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Little did I know COVID is coming <laughs> and COVID will teach me grand lessons that I appreciate now. Yeah. Um, so COVID hit, you can't get on any plane to yeah. go anywhere. So you're around and we, we are, we are in Muyenga. Namongo slum is nearby. Yeah. So something within me, still the still small voice. Yeah. Tell, I, I felt it telling me that you can't serve a people group yeah. that you don't know. Yeah. You need to know where they stay. Yeah. You need to know how they live. Yeah. You need to know what are the challenges that they face. Yeah. The only way you can do that is by going there. Yeah. So I began to 
to expand on my territory of the walks I was doing or yeah. runs I was doing. Yeah. So I would I would go into the slum and just walk. Uh, you know, with music, you can connect with just about any child. Yeah. We're in COVID. The, us on this other side, we are wearing masks. <laughs> the people deep in so the slum, yeah. they don't know these masks. Yeah. For the first um, wave, yeah. people there. Yeah. I'm not saying anything ill. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's challenges, yeah. Can't afford a mask, don't know what it is. Yeah, so for them, and you come with a mask, you're looking strange. Yeah, like. So I took off my mask. I I said a prayer there. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I would go back home, I would wash those clothes. I would uh, take a bath. You know, the precautions just. Yeah, they had told us. Yeah. So I would take my concoctions of uh, ginger. <laughs> yeah, I'm a master in making them. Eh? So, yeah. but that really broke my heart. And I saw that if I'm to do this, I best commit. Yeah. If not, I get out of the way. Yeah. There will be a Ugandan who switched on, yeah. who can. But then... It broke my heart, but at the same time, I was sold out. Mm. I became more passionate. Mm. Yes, I want to know more about the students. And I really want to know how best can I serve them. So during that first wave, we we really did stuff. We recorded them musically. Yeah, oh, nice. Um, Some Mm. of the students are really great dancers. They did their own calligraphy. And then... You know, yeah. make new friends and not forget the old ones. Yeah. I reached out to the my old, bank of old friends. Old friends. Yeah. Some people call it net worth. Yeah. <laughs> so friends came in. Al Shizo, who's Albert Kwesiga, who's yeah. a very incredible pianist yeah. and a producer himself. Yeah. He really, he really helped me. Yeah. Added a lot of value to nice. the project. Yes. Uh, coming through every Monday yeah. for the kids to sing yeah. and him playing guitar yeah. um, and yeah. and keys, okay. yeah. so helping me to record. Then my cousin hooked me up with a young lady, Tori. Yeah. Tori used to come through and just do baking with the students. Nice. And if you saw if the faces on the students, mm-hmm. them baking. Yeah using the oven, being in that whole experience, man, the whole place became alive. Other friends, Amos, um, I do not know, I I think he's a guy that you need to bring to Madhouse. Amos Chiinji. He runs a peace initiative called Uganda Unites. He came through, he introduced uh, the module to us, and every Friday, kids would come and they talk about how can they, as, you know, different tribes and all these, um, work together uh, to forge ways in their own nation, in their own community. So that bank and that wealth of having friends really Mm. held me up. So, man, I, I came alive and I knew one thing that, you know what, nowhere else, but your country has an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. Commit, yeah. contribute, yeah. and the tale will be told. 
Nice, nice. What nice. that contribution did. Yeah. And yeah. You told me to remind you about the story. Hey. Yeah. Uh which oh, one is uh, that? Of God of uh, of God. Of hey, God, God speaks. Speak. Yes. I remember for me to stop smoking yeah. as in a club. Yeah. Silk. Yeah. And a friend of mine I met me for him, he's pastor now. Yeah. He met me and he was like, dude. You smoke. He didn't know because mm-hmm. I was one of those who, in the presence of people, I'm all, yeah. you know, I'm all good. Yeah. But when I'm by myself, I have um, this challenge, this struggle, mm-hmm. uh, something that uh, I take in to feel high and yeah. good, yeah. Uh, to to think less. Yeah. Uh, so I used to smoke a lot. And I used okay. to smoke cigarettes called Moors. They're uh-huh. a bit long and I think they have a car. I element of making you high a bit. Yeah. Eh? Oh, okay. Um the good thing when whenever I would be high I would be more quiet. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, so I think that helped me not to be sold out. Yeah. <laughs> but in the club, yeah, a friend said, "Hey, and I remember that's the day I gave him my packet of moors." Yeah. I told him, "James, yeah, you can have this." Yeah. And that's the day I quit smoking. Wow. In club, for me, that's what I tell people: <laughs> that God will speak to anyone in just about the least places you expect. Mm-hmm. Because music was happening; yeah. it was loud as you expect those places to be. Yeah. But still, I had the voice through my friend, <laughs> and I dropped. And you know, I. I believe wow. I'm 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 living story. I'm surviving because yeah. of of that day. Yeah. You know, I would I would not know who I would be now yeah. if I had continued with my um you know with this vice that I would do yeah. in the closets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not all that. I'm not perfect. I'm yeah. not all these things. I'm yeah. under repair. Um but life is good where I'm at now yeah. and I'm great. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious just but like before, I mean, yeah, just curious about like, I mean, it seems like throughout your whole life, this idea of, I think it's a thing, I think when some churches say, mm-hmm. what your country shall do for you, but as what you can do for your country. But like, I'm very curious about like, um, what your take on things, because in Af- like in general, because we learned about like general African context, mm. it feels like a lot of Africans are the reverse on that psychology mm. like we want a lot of people to do things for us mm. and yet we live here and yet we're like hey we want that road fixed for like no i don't yeah. know some government or some organization should come and make the road for us mm. or hey we want to make our community better but like we live in the community but now we want it it has to be some ex- external force but i'm very curious your take mm. like that's just a short come up just like what your perception on those things and how you think Especially like in the creative, because Madhouse is really a lot of creative professionals that listen to this and creators and people in trying to create some create something. Yeah. And I thought your take on that would be very interesting because when you're in this space of creation, you're more on the uh, the reverse of the conversation. But yeah. I want to know what your take on. Yeah. Since yeah, a lot of your stories is I'm here to serve. I'm not here to take. I'm here mm. to give. Um, mm. I believe every one of us needs a chance to have their own encounter. Yeah. The people that we meet mm. as we come up also matter. 
because for me, the men and women that I met showed me that they were more interested in me as a person, me as a person representing a community or a family, when they weren't even related to me. And that really pinched me. And later, when my encounter came, it was easy to make a choice because I saw people leave it. Uh, watching Thomas Obunde leaving Kenya and coming to impact young people in this country, you could talk about that guy and you will find a link of a young person that he touched. Mm. You get. Yeah. Um, and I've been in a missional setting yeah. where I've been about kids, teenagers, college students. Yeah. And even in there, yeah. the people I met, yeah. the messages I had, yeah. there is a message that you will hear and there will be a message that sticks home for you because it was meant to have your path. Uh, um, stepping into this space of turning ordinary people into fearless influencers of society in Mavuno, yeah. the beginning, if you had, I would sit in those pews and I was a gig man then but for me what I had was um, you're part of the solution mm. to the problems that are happening in your communities ah, okay. so find out what that is mm. at first for me I thought it's going to be through the route of music because mm. that's all I knew yeah. that, that, that is what I was good at yeah and so I sailed out on that. Yeah. But then when I started the service of uh, children, yeah. so it's you need an encounter for yourself. Another thing that I, I believe in yeah. is you need to find spaces where you just serve. Ah. Because while serving in children's spaces, yeah. the vibe I felt the kids were giving me yeah. was there is more to you than what you think you are. Uh, okay. A gig man first, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But every time I've served, let's say, a specific child or the children, yeah. I felt kids are telling me, don't settle for being, for, <laughs> for being what you think or what, what you think has contributed to your identity. Yeah. There is more to you. There is more to you. So that there is more to you, yeah. you end up going on this road of discovery. Yeah. What does this look like? Mm. More mm. to me, more mm. to me, more to me. Mm. And then the end of it, I get my grand entry yeah. into the purpose yeah. of, for you, the peace in the grander scale of things yeah. is going to be next generation kids teenagers college students yeah. in your country yeah. africa and the world at large nice so for me whether i was in um mexico yeah. or whether i was in southern sudan yeah. for me in the grander scale of things that are happening yeah. you would find me uh, in the spaces of young people yeah. trying to walk with them why because somebody showed me or gave me a blueprint yeah. that was 
are nearer to the kind of frame, the kind of person mm. that I was created to be. Mm. Mm. Um, and all I wanted to do yeah. now, even going forward, I just want to give back any way that I can. Mm. And uh, my belief is with my small contribution yeah. and Gabs, you bring your small contribution mm. and somebody else brings, yeah. we will see the change that we desire to yeah. see, but it will start from, you and I and the many out there that yeah. we join, yeah. each one of us taking responsibility yeah. where they've been placed. Yeah. Um, I know it's not easy, yeah. uh, but it's 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 worthwhile and it's you find a lot of fulfillment yeah. uh, from it. Yeah. Uh, you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is something about finding significance. Like we began challenge, yeah. then we called it opportunity. Yeah that that gives you the oomph, the mm. excitement yeah. to wake up. Man, there is this opportunity. Hey, do come through, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know? So that excitement, you get it on the road of serving. Mm. And if you want to have that excitement within your life, yeah. um, engage in something that will show you your grander, bigger picture. Yeah. It will be very unique for the other. Yeah like it was unique for me, mm. but somebody showed me that it was possible Yeah, by them taking a chance with me. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Like we should end the podcast here. <laughs> yeah. But as we end the podcast, just one last question. Yes, the last sir. question I should ask every guest is mm. one life lesson that you think people can apply in their lives mm. or in their creative endeavors, whether they're creative pros or they're trying to get into creative space or, yeah. I mean, or just life generally, but like as Winston, all the amazing spaces you've been in, opportunities you've been in. That's true. Mm. So, yeah. New, new Yeah, as I say this life lesson, I want to celebrate another person. Christian Mungai is a Kenyan based in California. He took a chance on me and the vibe that he passed on that I got to know he learned from his father is that people are the wealth. People are the wealth. If I met Gabs, I should look at you with that eye of you're the wealth. If I met, um, I came in your space and there was somebody cleaning the compound. That lady is the wealth. Uh, With that, I see value in people. And since I see that value, I see value in people, I get the privilege to get the best out of that person because the way that I looked at them or I interacted with it was this level was this high level and and that's what i received so people are the wealth and let's tap within the human resource and we will be to join together with the one who created the heavens and the earth uh, because we are his workmanship created in him called to him to do the good works which he pre-planned for us before the foundations. So if you ever doubted yourself that, uh, is there any goodness in me? Uh, I think I stopped by to remind you that there is, there is some left in you. Mm. Yes, there is goodness Mm. in you. Mm. 
And as you look at people being the wealth, you and I are going to have a ball going forward. Because imagine all of us meeting at a ball where we know that we are the wealth, whether I'm in Kikubo, whether I'm in a slum somewhere, or whether I stay on a certain car hill, I drive a certain car, or I don't. But we all see each other this way. Yeah, let's get to work because there is, there is something, like you said, there is something that they can bring to the table, I can yeah. bring to the table, yeah. and together that contribution is going to make a grand impact yeah. where we are placed. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Winston, for your time. Man. Thank you for coming through. This has been an awesome conversation. It's it's an, part two. It's it's an honor yeah. for 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 you to reach out to me to yeah. to put me on this awesome platform. We're trying, we're trying. And and I just want to also encourage you that you're doing an incredible incredible work Thank you. Thank you. that is representing this country on a global scene. Yeah. Because the African story needs to be told but it needs to be told more yeah. and well by Africans. Because, yeah, it and this is Gabs yeah, telling the African story. So like thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. So they are going to tap on you, man. They are yeah. going to come and knock at your door and they will say, Gabs, we've had... Can you help us with stories? Yeah, I meant I meant to be like you just move the whole platform to Africa and give it to me. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, there that's, there that's we are better. talking. There that, we are talking. Nice, yeah. Because this is where it is. Yeah. And last, you know, yeah. forgive me. Last um this is what I see for for our country. This is what I see for Africa as a continent, a yeah. blessed conti- continent. I see rays of light coming out of our vicinities pouring to the rest of the world. Mm. So let's awaken to 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 this message, to that voice. Yeah. You're you're hearing it and it's you that we are talking about. Uh, don't settle for less uh, because you have something to offer yeah. and we need to to see it, we need to hear it, yeah. we need to you know experience it. Yeah, experience it. Yeah. Love, peace, and prosperity, guys. Yeah, sure. Thank Be you so well. much. Yeah, thank you so much, Winston. Good yeah. and happy days. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> thank you. Let me start recording.